Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. The following is a presentation of the Four Center podcast feed. From the center of that galaxy and direct straight right here in the center of ours, this is Four Center Presents Other Center. I'm Ken Nepsa. I'm Joseph Scrimshaw, and sadly, right after this, uh, Jennifer Landa won't be saying I'm Jennifer Landa. Well, maybe she is somewhere. Maybe she's in her home saying I'm Jennifer Landa out loud. Uh, but sadly, Jennifer isn't here with us for this episode of Cues of the Other. 
That's right. She had to uh, take care of life after we had a wonderful long discussion about growing up in the 80s. Check out that episode. That was number 599 overall of the Four Center Main Show. The other Center Main Show as it is right now. And this is episode 600. That's a big number of the main show around these parts. And we want to uh, thank you all for making this possible by listening, supporting, telling your friends, being part of this community. And also, uh, you know, maybe checking out our sponsors. Hey, there's a transition like a radio <laughs> man from old. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audio download and a 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash force center over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iphone android kindle or mp3 player check that out a little bit later actually right now let's do a recommendation joseph do you have a book you want to recommend i did not pick one out do you have one ready uh, i'm gonna get one right now this has been a fun little side adventure uh journey for um all of us here uh where we always find scramble to find a little bit but i got one one of my uh, favorite authors i haven't read him as much in the last few years but he's he's great his name is mike gales a uk-based um novelist and he's got a great book out there called turning 40 which is really in my rear view mirror it's a great uh book uh check it out by uh, going to audible and getting mike gales turning 40 on us all you have to do is go to audibletrial.com slash center audibletrial.com slash four center again for your free audio book. All right, Joseph, we got some cues of the other indeed here. Oh, well, first we're going to do an ask. (laughs) Also, by the way, you know, I was a little confused. I had the wrong script up. Well, these things happen to us, don't they? Were you on episode 599, not episode 600? I was, I was, I was. Now we're back. I'm going to close out that tab. Now we're here. Joseph, we have an ask. And as I said last week, you are last episode. You are the keeper of the ask. That's right. Keeper of the ask. Uh, uh, yes, well, we are going back to Patreon. We are asking about Patreon. Uh, people have been very, very generous, uh, very kind in their support of us uh, all through the years on Patreon. It is our, our, our greatest source of keeping this podcast going. But people have been particularly kind to sort of answer the call to keep us rolling during this other center era. Uh, we had reached a goal a little while back. Uh, and the the thing we were doing for the goal was a, uh, a a live stream for patrons where we discussed our favorite desserts. We had the wonderful epiphany that uh, Ken, myself, and Jennifer all had a favorite dessert located at the Grove, a beautiful mm-hmm. outdoor shopping mall and farmers market here mm-hmm. in Los Angeles. So then I was like, "Hey, hey, we need a goal, new goal. What if the goal was we reach amount of money and we take a field trip to the Grove and we eat three different desserts in one day?" And uh, Ken and Jennifer are like, yeah, so that's where we are. Uh, we are not too terribly far from this goal, but if we reach uh, $2,300 a month on Patreon, uh, we're going to take that field trip. Uh, we'll do some video documentation uh, like the kids do these days. And by kids these days, I mean 38-year-olds. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will take some video and then we'll do a podcast episode discussing our dessert adventure. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, make my dream a reality. Going back to one of my little stomping grounds to eat a donut. Come on, kids. Come on, make it happen. Uh, I've been wanting that uh, cherry pie at Dupar's for a long uh, time. And uh, you put it into the hands of, of our listeners and fate. <laughs> Whether or not I get pie. Uh, so if you're interested, if you want to take a look, you can check out patreon.com slash four center. I do really think one of the uh, greatest parts of the Patreon is access to the discord where, uh, you know, a group of people are, are able to, uh, hey, continue to talk about the galaxy far, far away. Talk about the topics that we've been bringing up on Other Center. And it's just a great community 
uh, of people who can have you know, fun and friendly conversations. So I think that's a mm-hmm. big selling point to the old Patreon. It is indeed. It is indeed. So uh, there, uh, you have ask and answered, Joseph. That's great. Yeah, now we get to do some some asking and answering, and the asks come from our wonderful listeners. Uh, we are collecting questions on our Patreon uh, for questions of the other. We've got a lot that we're still getting to, but if you want to add some, uh, you can scroll down and, and find the picture of Ken looking at uh, fish and chips in the UK and ask your question there. Fittingly, our first question is about food. This comes to us from Obi-Wan Jacoby, <laughs> uh, who asks, what is your favorite cheese? I know my answer is pretty basic, but I think you can't go wrong with a good cheddar, says Obi-Wan. Ken, um, a, little, a little spoiler for later in the show. Uh, uh, our, our, our question on the back half is, is about the nature of life itself. I spent more time preparing my cheese answer than the one about nature of life, and I suspect you did too. Same, same. I got that one figured out. The cheese one, I need to get the right answer here. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, yeah, so you, uh, what, what what, would you say is your relationship with cheese? Is this a, an early love that has mm-hmm. sustained through life, or did you discover cheese at some point? Oh, no, it's, 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 a, it's a bad relationship because I just can't leave it, and I need to. I'm trying to get out of it. I, I, I did uh, switch to a mostly vegan diet a couple years ago, and, and I've slipped a lot, but I'm still... I'm still there for it. Um, still a lot enjoy. of cheese slipping, huh? A lot of, and, and, well, and that's the thing. Like giving up meat uh, of any kind, but particularly red meat, actually pretty easy. Yes, occasionally this and that. Yeah, yeah, um, love that. But like I um, got a little um, depressed last week. I got a little bit of bad news hit and I did a panic run to the grocery store and I bought some hamburgers, which I haven't made for myself for a while, right? Mm-hmm. And I made them. It was great. And man, I felt so bad. I felt so like physically, like emotionally, yes, but physically just... No, once you kind of purge the meat, it's kind of easier to keep that going. But the cheese, and there's decent vegan cheese substitutes, but it's just that. It's a substitute. Um, the meat yeah. substitutes are better than the, the, the cheese ones. So I do love cheese. Who doesn't? It's so hard unless you can't have it. Um, so, yes, um, I have some choices, but I, I want to get your overall thoughts on cheese. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think uh, there there aren't a lot of uh, I have sort of uh, been bemoaning a, a lack of uh, of culture in in my upbringing, mm. uh, but but one thing I, I think the uh, the Midwest and generally Scandinavian roots uh, did give me is a a strong and hearty love of cheese. It was yes. just like out of the gate, uh, you know, I love macaroni and cheese. That was the, my favorite thing, and I it, uh, burned into my memory. Uh, when I was quite young. My dad like came home from work to have lunch, and I was just eating like a big pile of cheese. And I think he was, he was just trying to joke around with me. He was like, "Hey, maybe other things to eat other than cheese." And I just that day seen a thing on Sesame Street about like how good dairy is for you. <laughs> just <laughs> tore into him like Sesame Street says cheese is great, and I'm never gonna stop eating cheese. Like, <laughs> that's my origin story for uh, for eating cheese and and per- perhaps for life. Sesame Street told me it was okay to eat cheese, and I'm never going to stop. Uh, it <laughs> remains one of my favorite foods. Uh huh. Yes, it does for me and you. And all. Yep. Yep. So, how long is your list? We, we talking. Five, six, ten. How many cheeses? No, in terms in terms of favorites, it's actually short. Um, uh, and I start right where Obi Wan Jacoby starts as well. Uh, cheddar, just a good, and I like a mild cheddar, maybe a sharp, but cheddar is great. Also, I have a little bit of a of a sinus issue that's plagued me for a few years now, and I was talking to my uh, acupuncturist and and 
She was like, well, avoid cheese. And I'm like, yeah, I'll try. And she goes, but cheese is okay as long as it's not cheddar. I was like, well, what? there's the problem. Because <laughs> well, cheddar, ha- cheddar has the ability to clog sinuses a little better than the other cheeses. Okay. Well, well yeah. But, too bad. I, I'm right there with you. I'm I'm more sharp cheddar. Mm-hmm. I like uh, like sharp cheddar, but but cheddar is just like it. It's it's the T Rex of cheese. It's just it's solid. It's, <laughs> it's solid. I used to love getting a block of cheddar, and then just sitting, you know, at the counter in the kitchen and just slicing off pieces and eating it. Right? Like, mm-hmm. who hasn't experienced that joy? I miss that. That's the thing I miss. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm I am trying to be mindful of my diet, and one of the main ways I'm doing it is like maybe don't just have five slices. Or mm-hmm. hunks of cheese for lunch. Yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe mm-hmm. that could change mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, so cheddar's a great one. What do you? <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> feel like doing some gross Howard Stern bit. What do you? What do you like doing to, to cheddar? <laughs> what do you like? Do you melt it? What do you yeah. put it on? Yeah. Um, I cheddar is great um, for burgers, that kind of thing. Uh, obviously, it's it's. I'm a big fan of uh, making quesadillas or tacos at home. Mm. Cheddar's the winner for that. Yeah. Um, there's other things, and I got again. I got some other choices we'll get to, but that's kind of where I go to for that. Um, and then just you know, again, eating it <laughs> straight from the block. Straight no from other the block. And actually, and no other cheese do I enjoy doing that. Like I don't slice Ooh, really off American. Maybe smoked Gouda. Gouda's on my list as well, but but. Um, Cheddar's the only one that historically I have said, I'm just going to eat straight from the block. You don't, do, you don't do like slices of Swiss or Colby or kind of your Mm-mm. other expected cheeses. Mm-mm. Nope. Don't actually kind of don't like Swiss. Well, I can take it. I've, I very rarely turn down a cheese, mm-hmm. um, but no, I, I'll yeah. try to avoid Swiss. Col- Colby isn't my favorite and I go back and forth. I have, I have uh, Swiss phases. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not uh, yeah. a huge one for me. So I'm with you for cheddar. Mm-hmm. Uh, you also said the magic word, which is smoked. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I love Gouda. Uh, but, uh, you know, for a while, my my social group uh, had all these movie parties and different people would, would bring different things. And the, the friends who were in charge of the cheese plate was like, where is all the smoked Gouda going? Why is it gone after the first film? And I was like, it's me. So then uh, <laughs> for years, they'd be like, we got your smoked Gouda. <laughs> Uh, but so, so my wife, you know, gets little, we get blocks of cheese, we get shredded cheese for, you know, mm-hmm. pasta, wraps. there's always shredded mozzarella to be sprinkled on things. There's often yep, shredded yep, yep. cheddar, but then she gets a, she gets, uh, what we call treat cheese, which mm. is just, a, you know, a, a small fancier thing to be, uh, sliced and you just have a, a, a slice before dinner. Oh, that, no. that, that's the home of smoked for me. Mm-hmm. Um, like mm-hmm. if, if I go to a restaurant and like smoked cheddar is one of the options on a burger, I'm getting that. Mm-hmm. But at home, this smoked cheddar, smoked Gouda, smoked mozzarella. Oh, the mm. smoking is, is amazing. You gotta, you gotta smoke it kids. Um, right. <laughs> God, treat cheese. That's a, God bless Sarah. That's great. Um, yeah. Smoked Gouda. I love, I love the flavor of, of smoked Gouda. Uh, and it's a good, anything that I'm going to put cheddar on, I don't know if I'll do quesadillas or something, but I might mix it in. Like it, it's not maybe, yeah. one, but like if I'm going to add like smoke Gouda for me, I need bacon with it. Like it's a bacon burger. I'll put some mm. smoke Gouda. It just, it just classes it up. It just adds some class <laughs> to what's going on on the plate. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Okay. So we got cheddar. We got uh, smoked of all varieties with a particular mm. nod to Gouda. What else is on your list? 
Uh, so Pepper Jack, uh, but I, it, Pepper Jack is pretty specific for me. I will, um, if I go to a sandwich shop, uh, sometimes I do go to the chain one that uh, is based on an underground mode of transportation. I will uh, always get the Pepper Jack and I don't mm. do it elsewhere. Um, maybe, well, take it back. If I'm making a quesadilla, a cheddar and Pepper Jack mix is great for me too. Um, but, uh, or four cheese. Oh God, there's so many options, right? But there's mm. just something about it. Um, I, I do love spicy. Can't always handle spicy. Um, not emotionally and spiritually, but physically, but I, mm-hmm. I just, there's something about a, that kick in a sandwich. It just, uh, it, it heightens the, the, the tension in the sandwich. Yeah. It just makes you feel alive. <laughs> yes, it does. Well, Pepper Jack does, in my experience, range from this is the mm. the mildest bit of spice to, uh, you know, the cheese is attacking you. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You never know when it's just going to hit you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Pepper Jack is a great choice. I'm very curious to see if you're, if you're with me on this um, mm. <laughs> or you're against me mm. uh, uh, when it comes to cheese. Uh, I love goat cheese, um, particularly on pizza or a burger. And I know that pizza already has cheese on it. So getting mm-hmm. one of the other uh, uh, toppings to just be a glob of goat cheese, another kind of cheese, is maybe indulgent. Uh, but I love it. I'm not against you. I would follow you on that. Uh, but I don't seek it out. You, know <laughs> you don't I mean? seek it out. If, yes. if, if, if you encounter it, you're like, fair enough. I don't need to you skip this because there's goat cheese on it. But you're yeah. not like ordering it. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's not. It's like. It's not quite like I consider it an, an abomination. Like cheese shouldn't come from a goat. Like, I don't know. It's not that. <laughs> I think as a kid, I did. A kid, it was uh-huh. like, that's not right. But um, uh, yeah, I, I, I go for the other ones first. But uh, yeah, if I'm at your house and you're like, Ken, we made a goat cheese pizza, I'm taking a bite. Okay. If we were, I don't think we've ever uh, done this because it's not the 1990s. We're not playing Goldeneye every night. But we've never ordered a pizza together, which used to be just like one of the rites of passage of friendships. Of yeah, you, yeah. You, you learn. If I suggested, if we were ordering a pizza and I was trying to put goat cheese on it, would you be like that? We, we only have three toppings and you'd be like veto on the goat cheese? No, no, I give it a go. I, I'm so okay. wide open with my pizzas. And, you know, I'm a big believer in pineapple and pizza, which causes people to have violent, angry reactions towards me. But, yep. uh, I, you know, I've lived with that. I live with that shame of pineapple and pizza love, but uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm there for that. Let's do it. I'd goat cheese and, and pineapple. Why not? Yeah. Sure. It's pizza. Yeah. It's really on my mind. Cause I had a, a, a burger where goat cheese is one of the options. They must've been like um, needing to clear out of their goat cheese. Cause they put so much goat cheese on that <laughs> burger that, you know, it was, it was trying to slide out of the bun and it was heaven. Oh, I love that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. So what else you got? Um, that is, uh, um, so I'll, I'll switch to American. I do like American if, um, like that goes good on like a chicken sandwich. If I'm making like a, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a chicken burgers or our listener, our mm-hmm. friend Jonas Bergen would say like, why don't you call chicken sandwiches, chicken burgers in America? Uh, but yeah, if I'm doing that, um, that works for me like a spicy, uh, spicy chicken sandwich An American goes well with that, but it's not, it's no longer used American cheese used to be higher on my list. Um, hmm. But but the pepper jack uh, bumped it down a little bit. Yeah, yeah. No, I I have nothing against American cheese, but I also do not seek it out. It's not necessarily going to be the one I pick uh, when when you got the cheese options. It, yeah, there's something about it that is uh, I don't know. It's a weirder taste. It's a different taste. It's more of a boring taste. 
<laughs> solid, solid. Mm-hmm. Uh, another uh, treat cheese that uh, Sarah picks up sometimes is the uh, the sage Darby. Uh, and, and it's a, it's a great uh, little cheese, but it has all these uh, different herbs mixed into it, like sage, but also spinach. So it's not only does it taste delicious, um, but it looks like a cheap alien from a 1950s film because it's just mm. got these green pulsing veins of you don't know what, but it's delicious. That's beautiful. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Uh, I could go on and on, but I'm going to wrap up here with uh, with one other cheese question for you. Uh, a, a kind of cheese is a... Um, Specifically, a Wisconsin cheese curds mm. that one of their defining features is that when they are fresh and you eat them, they squeak. Uh, wow. Have you had Wisconsin cheese curds and do you like them? I know. Let's, let's go do a four center, other center live in Wisconsin so I could do this. <laughs> no. A whole field trip for cheese curds. Okay. Love that. Yeah. I'm going to eat so much cheese for lunch. I don't even care. <laughs> cheese sandwich with cheese on cheese. Yeah. Mm, this question's broken me. I mean, a grilled uh, cheese a sandwich. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm. With like mm. four cheeses. Like yeah. I mean, just one cheese, you're fine. But oh, the different cheeses speaking mm-hmm. to one another. No, I'll, mm. put a, I'll put a tomato in there. Fresh tomato. Oh, mm. yeah. Oh, oh, forget about it. Great. Mm. Uh, yeah. Maybe uh, have a uh, <laughs> grilled cheese sandwich with, with deep fried <laughs> cheese sticks in the sandwich. Oh. <laughs> Uh, so we should have we should have had lunch before we recorded this episode. But yep, we're good. yep. Great question. Thank mm-hmm. you very much. Uh, we are going to move on from cheese as hard as it is to do. Uh, on to uh, something else, something a little different from uh, Justin Jacobson. Uh, Justin asks, "I'm wondering something that could maybe be life ranked fodder. Uh, we're going to tackle it here. Uh, what are your top three favorite holidays and why?" Um, I've given this one lots of thought over the years, uh, but I'm very curious if you have favorites, if this is the kind of thing you think about, Ken, is that, or did you have to go uh, like, wait, what are they? Uh, well, I was like, you know, this is a top three and, you know, Justin suggesting a life rank, which was at least a top five. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I got five. I, I don't. Um, and then I, I'm trying not to be, um, snarky or, you know, sir, you know, kind of uh, dodging the question here of like, well, the major league baseball opening day or the super bowl, which I, I don't pay attention to as much anymore, but those like MLB opening day was like a holiday. It was like, I had it on the calendar circle, mm. uh, going to get special cheeses for desserts that night or treats, you know, like it was a big thing. I just don't watch baseball as much anymore, but it's, it's a, it's a fun day. Um, so I had to like push past that. And, and I guess it's kind of boring. It's, it's kind of the majors, you know? Um, mm-hmm. But I also, for 17 years, did not have those holidays. I uh, was mm. working on them. Like, my favorite holiday is the week after Black Friday. <laughs> That's when I can finally... Uh, so, um, yeah, I, my answers are pretty boring. Like, like I guess Thanksgiving and Christmas. I got some more to say on that, but that's kind of where yeah. I go to. Yeah, well, I mean, no, I think I think it's not just the what for the holidays. Uh, that It's more the why. Yeah, because yeah. you could be, you know, we could be fun and snarky and say Arbor Day, you know, yeah, and all that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the the you know different different cultures. We might have different options if if we're part of you know different cultures or all that. But uh, the general uh, American ones, there are only so many. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. maybe some overlap on our on our list. Um, but you want to, what, why don't you start, uh, pick, pick one and, and let's get into the why. Cause I think that's, what's really interesting. 
Yeah. So, so I, I go to Thanksgiving first and, and I, you know, we'll do a, a, a acknowledgement, but I, you know, yes, there's some of these holidays come to us and the histories of them are complicated or not what they are and all those things. And, and I'm at a point in my life where I'm really enjoying digging into the truths of situations, which, does, which doesn't mean I write off the uh, holiday with, with a complicated past, because I think there's a spirit behind the holiday that I enjoy and I connect with. And that's Thanksgiving for me. Uh, it was a, a big family holiday for us um, where we would um, go up to my great aunt and uncle's house uh, up in uh, Green Valley Lake, which is in San Bernardino mountains and be little snow. And, you know, as this kid from Orange County or a little bit later when we moved to the beach, not living with a lot of snow. So we go up there and <laughs> it just, the, the, the vibes behind it were, 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 were good in the sense of we're mm. gathering around, we're, we're making food and, you know, Uncle Fern's going to do this and, and his favorite recipe. And then we gather around and tell stories and, and go walking and other family members would come in and out. And, and, and so that's what I remember. And that's what I hold on to. And that was lost. And eventually, you, you know, you move on and, and my great uncle eventually passed away. My great aunt still living like 95, I think now. Uh, but they had to move down from the hill because they couldn't really live, live up there anymore. And, never, and, and mm. so it's like that kind of stuff went away. But when I think of when someone says Thanksgiving, that's what I go to. It's also like my turkey and gravy and mashed potatoes might be one of my favorite meals. Right. So it's like I'm, I'm mm. there for that. Um, so if you just want to talk more about food, <laughs> I'm there for the food. That and, and, and Christmas wasn't ever really that even as a kid. We'd have the Christmas things and we'd have a Christmas morning and all the kind of traditional stuff. But. Uh, even before I got a job where I, I spent Christmas alone or going to my grandparents in Anaheim alone. Like I, my, I was, my favorite Christmas was like 2010. I think I got Carl's Jr. And I played Red Dead Redemption 1 and no one <laughs> talked to me and I didn't leave the house. Like, that was my favorite Christmas. Mm-hmm. That had a lot to do with my job and just where I was at the time of my life. But yeah, that, that's, that's why I go to Thanksgiving. Just that period of time. And then I have just the warm memories of being a little kid and waking up at five in the morning, which was, oh my God, did you know there's a five in the morning kind of hack joke? And I'd go up and my great uncle would have the fire going and he's already starting to cook for the Thanksgiving dinner that night. And, and I just, that's what I go to. Mm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Now, now that you don't work retail... Mm-hmm. And you can kind of, I would imagine, make Thanksgiving a little bit what you wanted to be. What is your Thanksgiving like with Grace? It's nothing. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, we don't. Um, I, gosh, I'm going to be really outed as antisocial grump here. I don't I don't love a lot of the holiday things anymore. So, like, we'll be at home. We might get some Thai food. She, you know, as, as uh, we'll make her, her sister makes some good vegan uh, turkey turkey kind of things like it's you you feel like you're having a thanksgiving meal because they're both vegan so it's like we've done that but i think other than that it's a chance for us to just intentionally be alone at home quiet watching a movie or a ghost show and then christmas even less so um and then and and my mother <laughs> this is so, people always laugh at this my mother she can be a little over dramatic as can i that's why i'm a podcaster um maybe seven years ago called me one day and I think I'm you know, still working at the malls, but I would be able to get up for Christmas if I could just like a day or two. She goes, so I've canceled Christmas. I'm like, whoa, wait, you know, what, what do you mean? She goes, I've just decided it. I, nah, we're good. <laughs> She's like, I don't want anyone to come up here. You don't need to worry about it. Uh, I'll send you some money. Um, I, it, we're good. And that was it. We haven't celebrated Christmas beyond a phone call <laughs> since then. <laughs> so that translates to me. This, this year I'll be traveling. I'll be doing stand up in Seattle. 
uh, we got Christmas shows. We, we'll be, I think I'll be, I think I'll be flying back home on Christmas. Um, and Ellis, <laughs> yeah, you'll be trying to, yeah, we'll try, see. Try, yeah, yeah, trying to might run a car and drive back down from Seattle. And Ellis was like, you okay with this? I was like, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't celebrate Christmas. Yeah, we're good. Let's do some comedy. That is great. That yeah. is great. Yeah. No, uh, that that makes uh, total sense. And in, in holidays have shifted and changed, obviously, um, mm-hmm. over the years from what they were for me as a kid. Versus, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they shift a lot when when Sarah and I are in L.A. And, and when we first um, got here, it was just kind of a financial thing. We really couldn't afford to go back. So Thanksgiving and Christmas mm-hmm. <laughs> did just uh, become days off with nice food. Amazing. <laughs> uh, and, and, and I should note, you, too, you and I both do not have kids. So I, I, I'm absolutely positive that that would change, right? If, if, if you know, you want to give your kid a different kind of experience of holidays. I understand that. This would be a very different episode if, if uh, Jennifer were able to join us for this one. Yeah. Yes, yes, um, yes. Yeah. So that makes total sense that you would make that attachment to Thanksgiving because of all those uh, positive uh, family associations. For me, Thanksgiving mm-hmm. was always... Um, I have referred to it in stand up as uh, practice Christmas, <laughs> uh, where uh, I did not like turkey, and I think my my dad has become good at cooking it, but he wasn't back in the day. So it's mm-hmm. like, uh, would you like a day where all of the adults are vaguely mm. stressed and you eat something really dry and there are no presents? <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. Uh, so I never had a super strong uh, association with it, but it sounds like you had the ideal version of extended family coming together. Yes, where yes. special events, treats, to you know, emotional treats. Get to go somewhere magical. Yeah. Uh, For me, I think um, perhaps no surprise to people who uh, have listened to the podcast for a while. uh, Number one favorite uh, holiday by far is Halloween. Um, Mm. I've also done stand-up bits uh, about this of like, um, obviously all holidays have deep roots that can be complicated that can be tied to specific beliefs or in the case of things mm-hmm. like thanksgiving <laughs> really upsetting uh histories um halloween is and then they have their modern you know connotations and their secular versions and then how, yeah. how they evolve over the years so they're all complicated but for me halloween is uh uh it is about fun it is mm. uh, about uh, there's there's no uh, i have said this as a joke and i there's uh, uh, truth to it a, a lot of holidays have a, uh, a level of in my opinion guilt or finger wagging attached to them mm-hmm. even a really good thanksgiving like you know you should be thankful which is a great idea but it's a you should with mm-hmm. the finger wagging mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. yeah you know uh, all anyway. I don't need to go on and on. There's <laughs> yeah. no guilt attached to it. It's just fun. It's just put on a mask and get candy. Even if you're a mm-hmm. kid, there's no you should. It's actually you get to do something that you would like to do. Dress up mm-hmm. like a weirdo and eat candy. Um, and as you get older, um, or at least as I get older and delve into the the history of of horror and mm-hmm. ideas about you know, spirits and all these things. Um, it's a, it's about, uh, uh, the possibility Mm. it's about, um, horror has been a home for lots of people who feel othered. Uh, so Halloween is like, let's have fun. 
this one's for the kids and the weirdos. <laughs> yeah. You know? Uh, so I absolutely uh, adore uh, Halloween. It's just by far my favorite holiday. Yeah, it's it's Grace's too. Um, and it's not mine. So, <laughs> so we have, you did not I, have good experiences though, right? You were... Did- not yes it was i do not some negative uh, religious issues right I, 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 yeah and i'll say this it, yeah yeah um i don't begrudge it at all I, I had a great time but that's but i like how you're describing halloween as you often do you, you're finding the, the, the themes in it and the personal themes in it and i think you're really right uh and i think grace would agree with you on a lot of the reasons the the other getting to, to chance to be more themselves is is through a lot of these uh, horror films and the genre and the holiday i think that's really right um, but I wasn't raised it. We we went to every year at our church had a had a hallelujah hoedown, and we all dressed up in <laughs> Western gear, um, which had its own weird implications. And and then we'd go on the parking lot to have a safe and secure society, a safe and secure Halloween, which mm-hmm. I get. And you and I and Jen just talked about some of the realities of the paranoia of razor blades and apples, and some of the truths about the razor blades and apples. So I I don't totally begrudge it, but because of that, did not have the holiday. Uh, did not view it, it, it positively. So whether I later on found that to be true or not doesn't matter. I just didn't grow up with it. I do not love dressing up. It, it annoys the hell out of me. So, it, and, and not, not if, if you, Joseph, showed up at my house dressed up, I wouldn't be annoyed with you. But for me, I just, when someone's like, it's a costume, mandatory costume party, I'm like, then I'm not coming. Like, we're not there that <laughs> um, Grace doesn't yeah. like to dress up either. Uh, she just likes the, the season. And the holiday, but anyway, so so, but it's 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 not. I say none of that to take away your joy or anyone's joy for the holiday. Because also, I love candy. And hottest take of all, Joseph, I love candy corn. Which, oh yeah, no, I love candy corn too. It's it's yeah. deeply, deeply unnatural and weird. Yes, uh, yes. What are your what are your candy corn thoughts? All of it. I even I've even had the turkey flavor one, the turkey dinner flavor candy corn. Oh yeah, which is an abomination. Straight scent. Straight, straight, to, straight to us from hell. Sorry, I'm, I'm so hungry. I'm, I'm thinking, can't get my words out. But no, I've had like friendships be affected by my love of candy corn. Yeah, like I never get it when people try to point out that it's not good. It's like, yeah, no, I never, I never thought it was good. It's, it's, it's uh, unnatural and disgusting and, and in a beautiful way. This is, mm-hmm. I mean, I love it's like somebody trying to make an argument of like, yeah. Well, that martini's not very good for you. Like, that's not why I'm drinking it. You yeah, know, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I love Peeps as well. I love all the weird candies. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. beautiful. And I'm with you on. I I I, I loved dressing up it, it, when I was uh, younger, and then you know, uh, mm-hmm. between weather and fear, I largely had that taken from me. <laughs> um, <laughs> but then uh, I love. Uh, I love costume for theatrical stuff, uh, you know, right, I, I, right, right. you know, early in my, in my sketch comedy career, I joked with uh, my compatriots that you could walk into like a, a theatrical type costume store and just like pick out weird hat and weird glasses and then find what, what, what's the character that would have that, those weird, that weird hat and glasses, you know, mm-hmm. um, getting to play a business person or a superhero or I did children's theater and I got, I've been a pig. <laughs> I've been a troll, you know, I've been all sorts mm-hmm. of animals, uh, squirrels, you know, yeah. uh, yep. The squirrels. God, uh, yeah. I've dressed up as, a, but anyway, point being costumes mm-hmm. for me became, if I'm wearing a costume, I'm being the character and that's some of the joy. Mm-hmm. So then when I, uh, when people started to have like adult costume parties and my friend would be like, well, I'm dressed as Mario, but I'm just standing around talking. Like, it was weird to me. Like, well, be Mario then. <laughs> <laughs> so 
I feel weird because I feel like I'm backstage. Like uh-huh. if I'm at a ha- Halloween party and I'm dressed mm-hmm. as a as a squirrel, I'm just feel like this feels weird to just stand around and not acknowledge that I'm dressed up as a squirrel. Uh, yeah. So I don't personally. It, it, I, it's, I I've dressed up a couple times. I did like 2017. We went to a bunch of Halloween parties and and I dressed up and that was fun because mm-hmm. uh, I really embraced it because I wanted to. But I'm more I, I enjoy seeing other people dressed up and seeing how much they love it than dressing up myself. Yeah. See. Yes. I and and like you and I both know a lot of professional cosplayers and it never stops being impressive to me. But I also never want to do it. Right. And, and so I, over the years. <laughs> regular not kind of cosplayers but regular halloween costumes at parties sometimes a large percentage of them have the cause the same reaction in me that puns and wordplay cause mm. where i'm just like there's always the seasonal you know there's always the yearly pop culture meme costumes and mm-hmm. like i just remember the year everyone dressed like lieutenant dangle from reno 911 and i love thomas lennon and i love reno 911 but i just every time i saw it i was just like dear god just you you and 700 other people in this town are dressed up like that and 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 it's a negative way to approach it that, that that's dangerously close to squashing joy for other people but i'm being trying to be honest <laughs> that's that's the reaction where i'm just like yeah yeah your pun great you made a pun awesome <laughs> yeah yeah no i don't like a well yeah uh, the, 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 there can be a sort of a, who came up with the most clever costume. Yes. I love it when I see somebody just in a suck, in a weird thing, you yeah, know, in yeah, a, yeah, like yeah. you, you love that. And you know, you're our age and you don't care that no one remembers Electro Woman and Dinah Girl. And yet you dressed up as <laughs> one of them. Wonderful. You know, I love that yeah. stuff. Yeah. And, and some of the clever ones are truly like, oh, that's great and clever. But yeah, some totally. of the like. I, I, I think I see maybe some parties sometimes where it feels almost like a, a competition like that. Nope. Nope. Yeah. Yeah. And, and <laughs> it's fun, yeah. fun, not competition. Fun. I'm, I'm joking. I know I sound super, super negative, so I don't want to remain in that, but it's, yeah, this is why I don't react to Halloween, but uh, give me a, give me a bowl of candy and I'm happy. <laughs> yep. I need some spooky decorations and I'm good. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got Halloween, we got Thanksgiving. There are only a handful of holidays left. So what's your second? Uh, I, I'll go to the Christmas season. There's something that I love. That's a great joke. Turk, uh, Thanksgiving being the warm up for Christmas. Um, I I love colder weather. I don't live in the snow. <laughs> Maybe thank God. But um, so I do love colder weather. I do love gray skies. And growing up, Christmas at the beach is that. That's about as close as we get to a winter. And I love pine trees. Though I live under a nearly hundred year old pine tree right now. And it's not my favorite thing. Um, change my view on it. Uh, needles everywhere all the time. But mm-hmm. uh, I love that. And and what I would do, like I would get my um, G.I. Joe figures out every year when mom and dad put the Christmas tree up. And every year I had an ongoing mission that the, the G.I. Joes had a secret base inside this tree in like Times Square. And Cobra would try to attack it. And so every year I got to continue the story. You know, it just was like, oh, the tree's out. I can go back to the base. <laughs> so there's a lot of war memories like that. Yeah, gifts are great. My folks uh, did the best they could and made sure that my sister and I felt like we had a, a Christmas, but we, we were lower lower middle class family at times. So that that wasn't, you know, wasn't uh, it wasn't like my friend Britain who got like the aircraft carrier and Optimus Prime and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I, 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 I in, in the spirit of it, I, I was um, for a number of years, my folks 
during December at some point, we'd go out a couple days and, and, you know, give, you know, food or gifts to underprivileged families or whatever, probably through our church or a charitable organization. And, and a couple of times I had, you know, had to, had to, I was brought uh, to like food lines and centers like that. And so that was, that was impressed upon me as well. Uh, and as hard as I can be on my parents and have been even on this show, that was something that I, I, I think was a good thing, you know? Oh yeah. And, and that uh, was part of the season. Yeah, no, that's a very good actual, uh, uh reason for the season of, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Actually, uh, you know, uh, uh, being there for people who need help. That's yeah. Pretty damn good. Um, yeah, um, I will throw up there, I would say, in particular, um, Christmas Eve of the entire general uh, December oh, holiday season. yeah. See, that's an interesting specification. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, so part of it is is, is tradition. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. my family didn't have a ton of traditions, but it, and, and this was one that was handed down from, from the old ways, is um, we got one present on Christmas morning, and then there's just kind of a, a day. Um mm. Christmas Eve, we, we would go to uh, grandma's and we would have a, a big special meal um, that mm. rotated a lot what was in it. Uh, it could be turkey, could be ham. It was, uh, a couple times it was, you know, a weird, upsetting Scandinavian fish. Uh, it became a meatball <laughs> uh, for, for a long time. When I go to that Christmas, what? <laughs> what is a Scandinavian fish? Uh, Ludafisk in particular oh, is wow. an, an infamous um uh, a fish uh, that was selected out of availability, not out of desire, uh, and it's a sort of a rite of passage. Got uh, it. It's 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 yeah. You know, mm. Uh, mm. imagine eating uh, flavorless, uh, totally clear uh, Jello that smells like a fish. <laughs> you know, I don't. I no. <laughs> and being a child yeah and and it's you gotta anyway there's chemicals involved somehow even though it's from anyway it's a whole thing a whole thing um but so we'd have the special meal we would open uh, the vast majority of presents and then you know in quotes santa would leave one uh christmas morning but that was the 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 big night and it was, there were times, you know, I would have my toys and, and even when there was a lot of tension in the family, it would almost, it would kind of drift away and it would calm down as it mm. got, you know, later and the lights were on. Um, and I had, I, I really um, had a rough time with, with Christmas and Christmas Eve in particular uh, for a while there in, and it was, Sarah and I were just so ridiculously busy. I was doing shows on, on the holidays and, and I was mm-hmm. renting a theater. So we were in, responsible for the entire building and Sarah was working the box office and her job. And we had traditions with friends and we had two families, but these parts of the family didn't get to it. So we got to the point where like within two days we had like four or five events to go to and mm. there was nothing approaching relaxing about it. It was it was good to see family. It was good to see friends, but it was like, oh my god, <laughs> I just need a breath. Mm. Um, and one Christmas, I got food poisoning, and uh, Christmas morning and Christmas day, Sarah went to like three events, and uh, you know, I watched Die Hard two <laughs> <laughs> and, and drank Canada Dry, and it was like, uh oh, <laughs> this is the best Christmas in many years. There's a problem. Yeah. There's yeah. a problem that needs to be addressed. <laughs> uh, so I, 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 so I talked to other people about it and, and found out that, that other people, that, that there are definitely people who have traditions and this is when they see their family and much like your Thanksgiving is a beautiful mm-hmm. time. 
mm-hmm. but a lot of other adults who are just like totally lost any joy for it. And it's just more bleep they got to do. Yeah, um, yeah. And, you know, so, so much stress, so much keeping up with the Joneses kind of thing mm-hmm. um, that it caused me to, to, I wrote this thing uh, called Adult Santa about, you know, what, what adults need most. And it, it, it was just really looking into like the, the total, what is the theme of it? What is the heart of this? Where does this mm-hmm. come from? Um, what is it now? Well, you know, regardless of where it came from, what has been adopted and adapted to the present day. Uh, and, and for me, it really was like, it's, this is about the heart of like, um, e- even it's involved with, with Christianity as well, but even pre-Christian of the idea of during the darkest time of year, when things are thinnest, where maybe hope is thinnest, uh, that you would save aside enough food to have a feast and have a light in the darkness, mm-hmm. a moment of light during the darkest night. Mm-hmm. That has meant everything f- for me. And, and and Sarah and I always make a point now on Christmas Eve in particular of having our, our adult Santa moment, which is like, we need to turn off all the other lights, look mm-hmm. at the holiday lights, have like a sip of nice scotch, and just sort of appreciate that feeling of, of, of warmth, of like one light. Mm. in the dark and like that's it that's christmas eve for me and that's that's, that's what i'm nice. always after see that's beautiful that's great um yeah I, uh, yeah I'm, I, yeah i'm gonna take some notes <laughs> <laughs> so yeah christmas uh, yeah. eve for me uh you i think we both have one more if we're, are we doing three yeah we were asked for three do you or, I, or is, are you done you're like that's i don't it. got any more like i like <laughs> i used to like Labor Day was for me a, a big church picnic in the park, and school started the next day. And like that, that's not mm. the case anymore. <laughs> like that's uh, Easter for religious reasons was celebrated a lot in my house. But I, and outside, I'm not, not commenting on any of, of those reasons. I just it. But other than that, like it, it wasn't a thing for me. And and I don't like painting eggs. You know, you know. Again, all this makes me sound really grumpy, Joseph. Like I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I'm grumpy, but I'm like. Uh, yeah, it's just it's just too easy. Like I, I love hearing you talk about Christmas Eve because I always felt bad for the families that celebrated more on Christmas Eve and not Christmas morning. But then it, I I heard some wonderful tales, including yours just now, about why it was valuable, personally valuable. So um, yeah, anyway, yeah, I don't I don't mean to draw a blank. I I mean I'd have to really dig deep, unless you count birthdays. That's not a national holiday, and even then, some years I celebrate in grand fashion. Other years, you don't even know I have one. So. Mixed bag. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I hear you. Um, and, and I think it's something that, you know, a lot of people struggle with. So mm-hmm. totally understandable. Um, my final one, and, I, I, and I, I, I think I know some of your thoughts on this. Uh, uh, my final one would also, would, would slot second after Halloween is New Year's Eve. Um, that is a another <laughs> holiday that I think. Sorry. You, you forgot <laughs> it was a holiday, right? That's a choice. I was going to answer Boxing Day for all my uh, UK friends or Magical Mystery Tour friends. I totally forgot about this. So clearly not not high up there for you. So, I mean, the, the joke that I've made for this one is it, it's the holiday where we wear hats and yell at time. What's yeah. not to like? I mean, mm-hmm. I, but I think that's a part of it. Along with Halloween, New Year's Eve is really, it's party focused. It's, it's mm-hmm. fun. Um, but it has this very important subtext of, uh, of being mindful of our shared journey of, you know, yeah, yeah. you can get into, you know, obvious jokes about human nature of how quickly our resolutions fade away. But the idea that we still do have a celebration to mark, like here's this discrete 
period of time and we can look back on it and mm-hmm. look back at where the world was and look back on where we were. And then we can look forward to hope uh, with hope in this uh, sense of regeneration of, but, but there's always more time and maybe we can make different choices. Uh, that combined with, we get to put on hats and yell at time. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a party with depth uh, is, is New Year's Eve for me. I, I, yeah, no, I guess there's fourth. Oh, so now I'm starting to remember other holidays. Um, <laughs> yeah, here's I, I actually agree with you a lot about New Year's. I, I I don't go out as much anymore. I quite frankly don't want to go out a lot of amateur hour on the roads out there. You got to be careful. Yeah. But um, I am a sucker for the sentimentality of the of of the of the feeling behind it. Hey, everything mm-hmm. you're saying is is important to me. Actually, yes, it's it's kind of weird and arbitrary. We just have these calendars and we flip the pages and you know joseph's got a new uh you know a sloth picture to celebrate and we all there we go mm-hmm. a month has passed uh but i i really think there's great meaning behind it and it's what we have and yeah i i'm with you actually i don't i don't like making the hacky jokes about resolutions fading away because it's it's an honest effort to try something new or to try to move forward and try to better yourself i i like goals over the word resolution but but i don't mm-hmm. think there's anything wrong with that to go, this is this is a, a changing of the time, a change in the season. I, I think it's actually uh, important, and, and I think uh, so. Therefore, yeah, I, I think I'll slip that into my list as well. It's not so much the champagne and the parties. I do love it. Big fan of uh, you know the movie when Harry met Sally, which has a big New Year's uh, climax. So, so great, love all that. But I, I love what you're talking about. I will sit and watch the ball drop because I'm like, what did we do this year? What did we lose this year? What did we gain? I'll get into that. I'll, I'll lose mm-hmm. myself in that. Yeah, no, it's great fun. I think for me, it helps that for many, many years I did a, a show and it was just mm. always, always uh, so fun and, and so festive in such a great way to uh, yeah. ring in the new year and uh, have a lot of, you know, traditions that I enjoy with Sarah too. So mm. there we go. Uh, that's our thematic look at holidays. The ones we remember. <laughs> yeah. The ones we've forgotten. Uh, we pretty much talked about every major holiday, but 4th of July and you 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 uh, gave a shout out to Easter, so I think we've covered it. I think you're good to take a break. <laughs> and Fourth of July, there you go. And I'll go out and yell at you for lighting them fireworks. So I'm grumpy. All right, we're gonna take a break. We'll be right back here on Questions of the Allah. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. 
For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, we're back. Episode 600 of the main show on this podcast feed for Center Presents Other Center. Your guys' questions have been fueling this uh, series here. Oh, I love doing it. And Joseph, we've got a small question coming our way now. That is right. Uh, we have always such a great uh, collection of questions that take us in different directions. We've talked cheese. We've uh, shifted gears a little bit to a deeper topic of holidays. And now we have perhaps the question. This comes to us from Victor Lopez de los Moses Gomez, who says, my question is simple. What's the purpose of life? Thanks. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) To be very clear, that's Victor's thanks. Mm. (laughs) With a nice exclamation uh, point, uh, which uh, is just such a a positive way to ask a question. 
Thanks. I'll take Thanks. my answer off air. What's Thanks. the point of life? Thanks. Or I guess rather the purpose, which is different than the point, perhaps. We'll find out. All right, Ken, uh, <laughs> where do you want to start uh, with the purpose of life? I did make more notes and put more thoughts into the cheese answer. Um, but because I could make a joke about, well, we don't really know and this and that. And, and sometimes I think it's just surviving. But sometimes I do think it is about, uh, uh, I do think it's about just every day finding um, how you can make yourself help, help happy and those around you and, and, and just building it step by step. We all don't understand it. We all don't know why. And I've dealt with the big depressions in life and those big moments where I didn't know if I wanted to continue or didn't know if I could continue. And then um, I always think of my old boss who um, every day would show up at work and just be like, you know, how you doing? And I'd be like, how you doing, Mike? He's like, I am above ground. That means it's a good day. Let's go get some coffee. I got your coffee, dude. And we go get some coffee and start our work day together. And every day, and he was hiding a lot of things that were going on in his life, you know? And I thought mm -hmm. that's, that's a good way to approach it. So there's big things and legacy, legacy's big and change. And how do you want to leave the world? Got an argument with my mom recently where I was just like, how, how, how do you not want to address some of the big issues in life and leave this place better? And she just said, I just want you to be happy. I'm like, but I'll be burning up <laughs> in a drowning California. Don't you want to help at all? Like, so there's that kind of stuff. And you and I can continue to discuss that here, but I do think actually this question is simple, Victor. Uh, just try to live each day as you have it. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, the, it, it is one of those questions that's so big and so complicated. You almost have to come back to the thesis statement. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, what, what's, uh, you can have some supporting arguments for your thesis statement, but what's the, what's the thesis statement? Yeah. I think, you know, the, the purpose of life for me, you know, it gets into like, how do you lead a good life? Mm -hmm. Um, maybe even somewhere in here, how you have a happy life. But for me, like, what's the purpose? Mm -hmm. Um, I will never uh, cease being fascinated that we are creatures who want to have a purpose and want to know a purpose. And I, I fully understand and res respect that many people find the answer to this question in uh, in religion and different forms of, of belief. And uh, and I respect that. Mm -hmm. uh, for, for me, I feel like I, I don't know why we are here. Mm -hmm. Um and that in of itself is is the beginning of like well if we don't know then we better <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, we better find uh find one out or or make one uh yeah, i guess yeah. is, is the point um mm -hmm. i think a lot of great comedy and art comes from that essential human confusion and again with all the yeah. respect to, to people who feel like i i i got an answer to this um that the uh we were born to wonder why we're here and we don't maybe know um mm. and uh, there's some things that we can that we don't have answers for i think that's a lot of what you know art and comedy are are wrestling with of of trying to to figure out you know mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, why we are made the way we are made um so maybe maybe one answer to this for me is is the purpose of life is to uh wrestle with and and make a purpose of life yeah. Yeah. You no, know, I, I think that's a great point. Uh, I absolutely really like that. Uh, yeah. It, it's not just, um, you know, bumper sticker self-help here, but you know, what, what are you going to do with what you got? And, 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 and there's different levels of experiences, perspectives and privileges and places in life. But sometimes even, you know, you're going to have your ups, you're going to have your downs, you're going to find yourself in good spots and bad spots. But yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's a little bit of what my boss would, would instill is, is we're going to make this day good. 
And that's part of the purpose and finding it. And uh, whether it's art or just business or being kind to a stranger, I don't know. Yeah, I think I, yeah. I, it's 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 a big. You're right. This is a big giant question. But but what's the purpose? Make a purpose. That's a great way to look at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I, and I think this kind of dovetails with you know uh, some issues of uh, of storytelling is is mm-hmm. yeah. Hey, I I like it sometimes when a story is happily ever after. We, we've this story is the chapter of, of in this character's life where they where they face the the worst challenge they have to face, and in comparison, everything after that is you know not as interesting of a story. Mm. But uh, the the prevalence of the idea of happy ever after, I think, has left a lot of people thinking that they need to kind of have something figured out, and then everything's everything's good, you know, solved. Right. You, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You, you, re, you got a career goal or a relationship goal or a financial goal or you, and you, when you, when I have this, I'll just be happy. You know, and you see a lot of people on social media, I think making really good, good jokes that are, that are sharing the human condition of like, mm-hmm. you know, when, when this TV show comes back, mm-hmm. <laughs> I'll have what I need. Like, um, so I think I, I really like what you're saying about your, your boss. Cause I think, um, for me, it's important to have an awareness of challenges go on. And, and mm. even if you kind of have, uh, if you, if you could make a list one year, if I want to accomplish these five things and you accomplish them, it's, it, it isn't fade out and everything's fine. It's mm. life is still life and there's still ups and downs. Yeah. There's still good days and bad days. So I think for me, a, a part of the purpose of life is like, uh, um, Approaching it that way, it, mm. it's so hard to do because I still get trapped in there. Well, if I had X, I'd yeah. then everything would be great. You know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If I had that house on the hill, everything would be great. If I had this career thing I wanted, everything would be great. You know, and and yeah. there's no just great. That's part of the human condition. There's always ups and downs. There's there's only one finish line that we all cross, right? <laughs> Eventually, <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and and I, I'm we're we're all guilty of that without a doubt. But but of, of the well, if I just have this, I, I'm a Especially when it comes to my career, you know, if I if I just had this one piece of tech, I would have two hundred thousand downloads. <laughs> you know, like, and it's like, no, you have to wake up every day, decide that you're going to work at it, or decide you're going to do this, or uh, know a little bit of luck. And and sometimes I have those conversations with friends of why can't why is it always going to be hard? Because like, because it's always hard. That's that's the thing. That's the rub. That's yeah. the rub. It's always hard, and and you just got to find your way through it to find the purpose in that. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I think, um, I don't want to come off as, uh, self-help gurus of, uh, here's the mastery. I, I said on, on mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. episode recorded, uh, earlier today, cause we're recording this on Monday, I've had a really, uh, rough week mm-hmm. and I try to accept that is let myself feel sad, let myself gnash my teeth and be angry and, and mm-hmm. bitter and know that I'll come out of it. And it's, you know, you have ups and downs, but it, it's been making me think of like, okay, you're in a, you're in a dark mood. What, you know, mm. why and what can you do to, to help yourself? So I'm not in any way saying these are the magic solutions. These are what I try to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. And sometimes succeed and often fail. Um, but I, I, I find for myself that there's a balance between uh, uh, having a, a purpose, not, ah, here's the purpose in life. And I figured it out. But like, a thing you want and you're working on, whether it's something really small, like I want to clear out th- this room and redecorate it in, mm-hmm. in my apartment, or I want to get a new apartment, or I really want to be in a relationship, or, uh, you know, I really want to sell a screenplay or like whatever it is, a thing that you're working toward. 
mm. that can give you a sense of purpose and a sense of a, accomplishment. I think there's, there's, I need that thing that drives me forward. Mm. Mm-hmm. But then I also need to do almost the opposite of that, of the moments where I just look around and appreciate whatever it is that I have. Um, yes. You know, and in, in, in often that's, you know, sometimes I'm lucky and that's a cool vacation, but often that's just like, I really like that tree that I pass on my walk. Mm-hmm. Um, boy, to that one specific guitar chord and that one song, I like that. Even if I'm having the worst day ever, it gives me a little burst of joy to hear that guitar chord. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, a mural you pass on your way to work. You know, uh, uh, for me, a, a frozen pizza. Just those little things yeah, that, yeah. you know, you don't have to super strive and fight for. You're not going to put them on your tombstone as an accomplishment of, I ate, you know, probably by the time I'm dead, 20 million frozen pizzas i could mm. put that on my tombstone i don't know if that's an accomplishment <laughs> i'm proud of but every every time i have a frozen pizza it's just yeah. it's a little moment of joy mm-hmm. a little balm on the on on the wounds of life and i sometimes push back when people are like you actually have a lot of good things just enjoy it mm. because i don't think it's just that i think it's mm-hmm. that and and acknowledging mm-hmm. what's missing what's causing harm what's broken and and, and trying to enjoy that and try to fix those Mm-hmm. and the the enjoy it I, I think sometimes the just enjoy yourself you're alive and there are trees can be sort of placating and, and mm-hmm. head uh padding and mm-hmm. and not acknowledging problems that need to be addressed but i also yeah. think i that's something that i can that i've been trying to really work on of like what are all the things around me that give me joy and you know if if you don't know the if you don't have a personal answer for the purpose of life enjoying yourself some Pretty damn good one. Pretty good one. Yeah, pretty pretty good. No, I, I love what you're saying here, and, and I get what you get where you're coming at. At um, uh, like having the goals, having the creative goals, but we we are not our things, right? We are not the things that we're seeking. We are not the things that we're doing. That is that is not who we are. That doesn't define us. So you got to be careful with that because I because it's mm-hmm. a great positive thing, right? Like I can say, you know, I'm a relatively uh, respected, successful Star Wars podcaster. I do comedy. Those are things that are me and make me. But you know what? I, I've also, uh, you know, been other things that aren't as glamorous. So either either direction doesn't define who I am and mm-hmm. how I approach life. But it's good to have the things driving forward. But I'm with you. There's the balance. Um, having a piece of cheddar cheese or a, a treat you <laughs> like. Um, and I'm, I'm big on, I, I think, trying to acknowledge every, you know, that there might be bigger problems in the world, there, that it could be worse. And those are all truths. And that's why you got to have empathy and compassion to connect with the larger issues or with people outside of you. Um, that's actually one bit of advice I do think my mom did tell me a long time ago that was good was, you know, uh, d- d- depression, uh, which I suffer a lot is, is just, and there's a lot of reasons and, and, and chemical reasons you have it in your brain mm-hmm. and, and it's a disease. And I don't want to ever, I've always go out of my way to say, I want to make sure people know, I understand that it, there's no easy fix, but it's, it's such a, it's, it's, it's kind of a, it's a, egocentric thing it's an egocentric disease because you're only thinking inward and it just my mom would be like i'm not to go volunteer with some puppies or something go help some it, it, it's not going to cure it you're not mm-hmm. fixed but in that moment you weren't thinking about yourself and that seems so easy but I, I, the flip side of that is is we do have a tendency to i think it's along lines of what you're saying of of, of it could be worse is a truth but man that causes you to not deal with what you are experiencing or to even acknowledge that you know maybe maybe you're down today because a career goal didn't happen that's real and if you don't mm-hmm. deal with it it's going to be faster to something worth worse so it, it, it you and i talk often about the, the actual toxic positivity is things like that 
is 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 ah, it could be worse. Chippy yippy yippy. You're like, well, but also you're on fire. <laughs> so yeah, <laughs> but just smile. A smile will put yeah. it out. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's no clear cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think uh, you, you're uh, uh, you've you've touched on this in lots of different ways. Talking about uh, maybe environmental stuff <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> that we should care about. Um, yeah. Uh, uh, but I, I also just think that that there's one purpose, potential purpose of life for me is find a balance between caring for others and caring for yourself. Yeah, big. Um, because I I I think that you know we often don't care enough about uh, others, uh, especially when mm-hmm. the others are theoretical because they aren't physically, literally in our lives. Um, but uh, you know, having uh, enough empathy to you know. To have empathy for physically people in your lives, but also to have empathy for people that maybe you haven't met, but they are going through a trauma and and wanting things yeah. to be better for everyone. But I also do find that some belief systems sort of um, have a focus it, it, that that is sort of self denying, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and I kind of think that you know we all deserve to be happy, and we should be as happy as we can up to the point that it's hurting others and we shouldn't be so obsessed with our own happiness that we have don't have empathy for other people. So mm-hmm. that's something I've tried to think about of like, what, what, you know, not if I'm on my deathbed, I'm going to be on my deathbed. Uh, if I'm lucky enough to literally just be laying there thinking mm-hmm. <laughs> about my mm-hmm. life, I think one of the things I would think back on is like, did I, did I find a good balance of, of enjoying life for myself and, and, trying to help or care for or, or support other people too. Yeah. I agree with that. All easy, all simple, <laughs> real easy to do. Really, real easy to do. Yeah. yeah I'm going to do it three times today. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. No problem. No stress, <laughs> no ambiguity. <laughs> easy, easy, easy. There you go. That's the purpose. All right. Any other thoughts on the purpose of life or cheese? Um, I'm going to have some cheese later today to help me get through, uh, my day to discover the purpose. It's all. Connected. Yep. Yep. Uh, um, I don't know if I'm going to be able to take any of, uh, any of my, my own, uh, philosophical, uh, thoughts, uh, to heart today, but I am going to eat some damn cheese for sure. Yep. So, uh, this episode has been very inspiring on multiple levels. Mm, yes, indeed. And that's the thing too. You're not going <laughs> to get it right every day and, uh, all you can do is look to the no. next day. No. And, and thanks again, uh, for everyone who has been speaking of caring for, uh, for others. Uh, it has made a huge difference, uh, the amount of support that people have had for this other center adventure, particularly when people have, have really been, been kind to listen, uh, uh, to the story of why we're doing this and, and mm-hmm. understand not just sort of like the rules from SAG-AFTRA, but how they affect us and have continued to support us and ask us really fun <laughs> wide variety of questions and we look forward to continuing to take uh questions of the other that is it ken you want to take us home i do want to take us home you can follow us on twitter or threads at force center pod we're on instagram and youtube live stream if you're listening here uh, to for tomorrow friday 2 p.m pacific uh check it out if you miss it though you can watch it there on the youtube channel instagram as well facebook page is force center podcast you can follow us uh and listen to us on places like iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and more merch available at tpublic.com slash user slash 4Center. Patreon.com slash 4Center is where you can support us directly. You can follow me at Kednapsuck or go to Kednapsuck.com for more information on comedy dates, stuff like that. Um, I do 
I announced, actually, it's funny, by the time this is out, I, I officially announced that my first comedy uh, album, a little short, L, L, uh, L, not LP, EP, a comedy EP that uh, was uh, very much in the Force Center world. We recorded it live in London, um, releasing my portion of the show called In My Day, uh, available on a lot of different spots. The announcements are out there now. Um, and check out my YouTube channel for more content over there. Yes, I said content. I'm okay with the word. <laughs> I get that art and content are different, but I put a lot of stuff out there on the YouTube channel as well. Joseph, where can they find and follow you? Yeah, you can uh, find me on social media at Joseph Scrimshaw. Uh, Blue Sky in particular seems to be taking off and I'm having some fun over there. So if you want to find me on Blue Sky, uh, please do. I hope that continues to open up. I hope lots of invite codes are just flowing everywhere and uh, and people uh, can get on Blue Sky. Uh, my comedy albums are on Bandcamp. Uh, there are also uh, links on my website, josephscrimshaw.com. I need some more money from my uh, production company to uh, to submit to more film festivals. So if you've ever been curious about uh, my comedy, this would be a great time uh, to check it out because uh, it would help me uh, pay for more places to submit the short films I've been working on. That is it for me, Ken. That is it for him. That is it for me. And uh, don't forget to check out Jennifer Landa's stuff as well. She does some cool stuff on TikTok and Reels. It's all there. Hey, we'll see you next time. Y'all go find the purpose of life. All right? Bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.